time, now's the time to spark up, people. Ooh, you heard that? One more time. Ooh. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to the Upset Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Upsets Podcast. This is episode number five. I'm your host, Vic. If you never listened to us before, this podcast is all about music. It's all about life. We're here to have a good time. We're here to reach out to the community, to the music scene, to artists around Chicago, and just talk. Start a conversation, have some fun, get a little silly, share our music, share our art. Get a hold of us if you uh, ever want to be on the show, if you have some interesting stuff to share. Let us know what you think. Comment, subscribe, like. We're up on iTunes now. We got our YouTube going. And before I start the show, I want to say happy 420 to everyone, all the weed smokers out there. You know, even if you don't smoke weed, I think today is a day, you know, you can at least learn something. I think today could be a day for learning for the non-smokers. I think we could all agree that this drug war, which is really a drug on people, it's not working. We need to decriminalize all drug usage. And instead of putting people into jail and spending more money on the prison the prison industrial complex instead of putting money into the prisons let's put money back into our communities let's put money back into local shops let's put money back into schools and healthcare systems and you name it Why are we putting away so many people just on for selling some weed, really? It's 2018 and we're still talking about this shit. You know, I got a song called Victory. It's not released yet. We're still... The upsets are still working on it. We got Daniel on bass now. And he's, man, he's, he's learning the songs fast. But soon you'll hear this song. And I, I really wrote some lyrics out explaining uh, the whole reefer madness. And it started with William Randolph Hearst. If any of you guys ever seen Citizen Kane, you guys know what I'm talking about. So whether you celebrate 420 or not, I think today's a good day to, you know, get schooled a little bit on your history, on the facts, cannabis. And if you do smoke, fuck it, man. Spark up. Now's the time to do it. Get cozy. Eat your edibles if that's what you do. It don't matter. You're here with the upsets now. We're going to have a good time. So this episode, I got a few great guests. I start off with Dez from Bad Blood. She's badass, man. I There's not much else to say about that. It's my first time meeting her. First time seeing the band. 
they blew me away. The music, their, their stage presence. They're definitely, you know, a band you need to check out if you haven't seen them yet. So give it up for Dez for Bad Blood. started around the July August of last year so we'll barely be one year uh, strong this year. You guys are already blowing up in the scene. I see your name everywhere. Yeah 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 we're um, I'm, I'm so grateful for it because honestly we didn't think we were gonna get this reaction the way that we have but people have been so supportive and people have been so like I guess demanding of like seeing us and stuff with other people that um, people are reacting to it like fans you know, fans have, have positive influences. We went from like having 600 likes on our page with not even having an EP out to like now we're about like 140, one, and that's not even that, you know, year. And that's organic without promoting our page or giving them to like different, you know, other states. And, you know, we promote the page, we pay for money and stuff, and it reaches, you know, other things. But organically, we're at a pretty good, solid base now. And, I couldn't be more grateful and, you know, a lot of people are supportive, but I also know because, like, you know, predominantly this is a male scene, so a lot of people are giving me respects as a woman, you know, being a part of this band, so it's fucking great. It's so great. How did you guys form? So Papa Bear, and I'm going I'm to refer to him as Papa Bear. Okay, Papa Bear. Nick Ayala started All the Bad Blood. And he reached out to me and posted on my Facebook wall and was like, yo, be the vocalist of my band, be the front woman. Who's Nick? Is Nick the guitarist? Nick is the guitarist. Okay. So he's a drummer in Texas Toast Mania. Uh, Texas Toast, right? That's oh, yeah. He's a drummer. Yeah, he's the drummer in Texas okay. Toast. And then he's like a, you guys are playing there. Yeah, and then, because we have, you know, he's his drum set. So he's a drummer there. He's the drummer in Deaf Ear. And he's, I forgot what he plays, he plays another local band called Evil Warning. And so he's so talented. And, and Nick just, Nick just turned 20. And this kid, I swear, has opened up doors for Bad Blood for so long. So I call him Bad Blood. I mean, I call him Papa Bear. Well, I should call him Bad Blood. Main guy, Bad Blood. But that's, it's an ongoing joke in our band. But he messaged me. And then I swear, like three months later, I get added to a group chat on Facebook and it was everybody that was in the band that was a part of the band originally and I'm like what the fuck like holy shit so everything that was going down I'm like now it's finally happening now this is a band and so I was in band before I was in the local scene about 15 16 and I stopped because I had a kid my son's gonna be four years old this year so I stopped in the scene but Nick reached out to me and then out of nowhere this last year it blew up, and I was out of the scene for three years. So are you on the EP as well? Yes, I'm all on the EP. That's all. Besides Nick doing, you know, the, the backup vocals, that's all me on the EP. Yeah. That's all our vocals, all our lyrics. I was amazed. Today's the first time I saw you guys live, and I've been seeing your name around, but I haven't actually seen you. I heard, I listened to the EP, and this shit's fucking slamming. Yeah? You guys are fucking heavy and brutal. Yeah. Man. I, and I love you it. Blew me away. Your I love it. Thank control you. of the stage, your Thank presence, you. Thank the way you. 
are comfortable with the crowd. Dude, that means like literally the world to me. Because you don't understand. Just a heads up, I think the crowd could have been a little better. But, uh, I was like, say, can you guys come a little closer, please? Like, I think I'm giving my all. Can you guys react a little scared, better? Yo, they were scared of the slam, I think. <laughs> yeah. They were like, oh, fuck. Dude, Wait, I was like, thing. can you guys give me a little, you know, because the yeah, thing is, is that I'm so used to playing local shows, and okay. local shows get rowdy. Local rowdy. shows get so rowdy. Okay, I was like, going to ask. I saw your Facebook. I've seen at least three pictures of dudes with blood on their shirts. Every Concussions. set. Every set. I'm Every set. You. Someone gets fucked up. At least at a local show. Damn, they let you down today then. Nobody, they were like, but it's not a local show, right? I know, I guess that's what it is. <laughs> and where are you guys from, though? Like, okay, what area? so, so. Basically, everybody's from the Jefferson Park area, so Jefferson we're Chicago-based. We're like Chicago yeah. Northside. Jefferson Park, that's like Southeast. Yeah, well, where's north. Jefferson where's Park Jefferson from? Park? <laughs> I'm just as... Okay, so we're by like Foster and Milwaukee. Is that Northside? I think that's a little Northside. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I, I grew up in Logan Square, Humble Park, and that's like Northside, Eastside, yeah, you know? Not that's like Northeast. But everybody else, Damien's from like kind of... I don't, I don't even know. Yeah. He's like in the like, yeah. I don't Somewhere. even know. It's yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what to consider. Damien's the only outsider. <laughs> Sorry, Damien. <laughs> Everybody else is uh, Northside Jefferson Park. So Mikey, our guitarist, lives in JP, and Dan lives in JP, and Nick lives in JP, and I just recently moved to JP. And and Nick and Dan have the same job. So it's like, you know, you guys are. We're tight knit. Yeah, we're we're tight knit. We're we're a family. Okay, I'm gonna ask now. Kind of, um, are you guys releasing anything new coming up? You guys must be. You got an EP. You got. Actually, I knew we just released I, one I single. I just want to comment on that. I think I saw their page. I think they just released something. Yeah, new. yeah. The uh, nightmare. And, 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 I like, and that's I like not even that's not even our newest things. I'm sorry. Can you continue? No, 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 yeah. I I actually saw a picture of you crying, and I think that's. I think I love the band's name. Like, you know. Like, your band because you can see okay. the effort, yeah, you know, you yeah. can see the fucking, yeah, okay, so, I'm, yeah, exactly, exactly, so I'm gonna comment on that, I'm a woman, okay, I got feelings, but I'm the crier of the band, okay, I'm just gonna put that out there, so once we actually, we recorded the EP in one day, I took songs in one tank, we recorded the EP in one day, and prior to that, I was having such stage fright that I wasn't even able to push anything out of my place. No so, way. I swear. So, I was so one nervous. Year, one day. One day. One day. I was recording songs, so track to track. In six hours, our EP was recorded. So, what's it? Did you write any of the lyrics? You... Yeah, me. So, Nick and me collab on a lot of lyrics. Because I said, Nick is a comic bear. He's, he's got a lot more experience. He's got a lot more influence. But, essentially, it's me who writes the lyrics. And then Nick kind of proofreads them and then changes them. And there's even times at the moment where Nick gives me a way better idea than what I had, and I have no choice but, you know, to be like, dude, that shit's dope. Yeah. Of course I'm gonna write it it's dope. It's, it's, it's a, a group effort, you know? It's not who does this and does right, that. Right. It's a group We're effort. We're together. We're together as a team. Um, I was gonna also ask, okay, so you write your lyrics, but you said for one, one day you were just nervous as fuck. I'm a nervous wreck. Oh, I'm, I'm, I got anxiety like a motherfucker. Oh, so what kind of, before a show, do you have any like pre-show rituals or something that like calms Dude. you down? Do you do anything like that? 
I mean, can I say it? <laughs> I get high as fuck. <laughs> I smoke some weed. Sorry, you know, unless until she calls for twin and friendly. I'm not pushing weed, but I get, you know. Both people. Both. But, 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 but no, no. Um, I was honestly, I was asked this question yesterday, and the thing is, is that I have before on stage jitters. And if I realize anxiety while I'm on stage, I forget all my lyrics. So when I get on stage, it's almost like something comes over me where I don't acknowledge it as me. I acknowledge it as somebody else. It's like, it's like something comes over me where it's like, it's not Desiree, it's Des. It's Des that's on stage, it's Des that's performing. It's Des that's grabbing all the attention. But if Des realizes what Desiree's thinking, I freeze because I do deal with anxiety. I do deal with like with depression and stuff like that, like uh, medication and all that. But unless I realize where I'm actually doing, um, I'm pretty much solid, you know. And sometimes I, I've gotten a little easier with that as of recently. You know, the more shows that I play and stuff, it's gotten a lot. Like today, like I didn't have any anxiety problems at all. I didn't have any. Yeah, I didn't have any. But I just buried my friend today, so. Did you? Yeah, so, yeah, no, it's okay. So it was like, um, I dedicated our set to him. And it was like, I don't give a fuck, fuck this, fuck what anybody thinks, because that's what he ever, that's what he always taught me as my friend. And I'm like, I'm just gonna fucking give him my all, you know? And I, you know, you know, and that's what I did. But you, as the pre-ritual things, I think it's like, just feel off the energy of the crowd. Because even if they're not even there to see you, everybody's still giving off an energy, dude. And everything's meant to happen for a reason. And I believe in that wholeheartedly. Everything. But this is happening for a reason. We're talking for a reason. I've met you for a reason. Everything happens for a reason, you know. And I'm all about law of attraction, manifestation, and and I just I just I just go with it. Go with the flow. That's my previous one. Yeah, exactly. I like that. That's awesome. Namaste. Namaste, baby. All right, I got a couple of questions. What do you like on your pizza? Pineapple. Pineapple? <laughs> it does go on pizza, people. Pineapple and bacon. All right, people are going to hate on it, but pineapple hey, and bacon. So okay, good. I like it to cook it with the pizza, but I like to take it off when it's like when Stop I eat it. it. Uh, just yeah. the juice? Hey, this one's the juice on it. You got the bacon juice on the pineapple. Actually, <laughs> the pineapple gives a flavor while it's cooking, but I don't like to actually like buy the pineapple. Here's the it's thing, too though. Sweet. It's, too sweet. Yeah, it's sweet, but you put some jalapenos on there? Sweet and spicy. Or some Valentina. Oh, some Valentina. Some hot sauce. All right. Eat it. See, that's what I'm saying. I like it. So like I'm Mexican, that. Puerto Rican, and Guatemalan. I know oh, I look white. I'm nice. super Hispanic. <laughs> Where does the Guatemalan come from? Um, my grandfather actually. Yeah, he's he's full blood Guatemalan. Were you born here in Chicago? I was born here. My grandfather is an immigrant. So he came here and created our whole family dynamic. So I technically second generation here. Right I'm Mexican, Puerto Rican, and Guatemalan. My dad's Puerto Rican, and then my grandfather got with my mom's mom, who was Mexican, full blood. So my mom's half Mexican and half Guatemalan. So I'm Mexican, Puerto Rican, and Guatemalan. Yeah. Super triple threat, you know. If you could, if we could all do one thing today, this is my last question, by the way, and then we can hold on. 
if, we could all, if we could all do one thing today to change the world, to make it a better place, what could we do? Um, stop being so condescending in the DIY scene. I feel that in the scene now, it's like, I, I probably shouldn't be saying this because my band will probably get mad at me and I shouldn't be saying this on footage or on tape, but I just feel like everybody's opinion is being a put down on. It's like, if I had a different opinion against yours, it's like, I'm gonna be bullied for the opinion I have against yours. And it sucks, because I thought all about the scene was coming together for love and music. And that's what we should come together for, you know? I'm, I'm all a believer for a safe space. I'm all a believer for not bullying, but like, you know, like, I don't know, it just sucks to like, see the DIY, the, the DIY scene die because a difference of opinions or a difference of the way you live and stuff like that. And, you know, at the end of the day, what are we all here for? Why are you giving me this interview right now? For music, you know? For, for the love of music, and we all want to see each other succeed. And that's all we should do is support each other and not bring each other down. I love it. That's exactly how we're going to end it here. And this podcast is about supporting musicians in the scene, Chicago, coming together. And even if we don't agree on everything, at least we're talking about it. And that's, that's beautiful. Love it. Exactly. Desiree, thank you very much for doing thank this. Thank you. Thank you so much. Look out for Bad Blood. You want to tell people your links, your Facebook? Yeah, we're, we're at Bad Blood Official on Facebook. Um, you can go ahead and search your EP, Josh Shot, on YouTube. And other than that, find us on Facebook, find us on YouTube, and we're there. So, okay. thank you. I just want to say thank you to Des for that one. Really insightful. I want to say thank you for bearing with me, people. I know I'm not the greatest journalist, or I'm not really experienced with the interviews or anything. So I would definitely have asked, you know, better questions throughout this podcast. But you know, I'm learning. It's an experience for me. And, uh, you know, it was cool to just, just to hear what Des had to say about, you know, their process. And they're still a young band, but, hey, you can't take that away from them. They're still, they're still artists just like anyone. It ain't about age. It ain't about size. It ain't about color. Obviously, man, look at I mean, she was talking about their Bad Bloods guitarist, Nick. Being so prolific, <clears throat> excuse me, being so prolific in a few different bands on multiple instruments. I'd like to sit down and talk with that guy. Pick his brain. Learn more about someone I have never met. Fuck. There's so many different artists in Chicago, man. It's, it's awesome. But yeah, um, whew. that was that was a good one. And this this next one, this next interview I did was with No Cop Academy, and I had seen that they were gonna be tabling at the event. I saw it on the Facebook event page, so I, you know I thought, okay, maybe it'd be an opportunity to sit down and talk to somebody, learn something about them. I didn't do any research beforehand. So I went into this fresh. So you're, I, as I was interviewing Maria, who is the, the next guest there, um, I was literally ignorant to anything about the group. 
I was really, I'm really happy that she sat down with me though and uh, was very open to talking and she raises some, some uh, important topics and important concerns with going on in our city right now. Not a lot of people, people might not know about it. But I think it's important that, you know, we do in our communities start going out and learning more about what's really happening. Little do we know, there's a world outside. <laughs> you guys watching that new Jersey Shore and shit. Motherfuckers out there making moves. And it affects us, man. So I'm, I'm very stoked to have met Maria. To have found out about No Cop Cat. Check this one out. almost 60 community groups in Chicago who are fighting to get more resources to the west side. Uh, we formed because Rahm Emanuel wants to spend 95 million on a police academy in Garfield Park. 95 million? 95 million, yeah. After how you closed how many schools in the city? He closed 50 schools in the city. Half a dozen of them were in this same neighborhood. Laquan McDonald is from this neighborhood. He shut down all of our clinics over 3 million a few years ago. So we want to take that 95 million. We'll take the money. We're not taking the police academy. We want to put it in the community. Yeah. Okay, how did the organization get started? Um, it was actually started by a couple groups. Um, there were youth um, who've been fighting for their schools for a while, as well as For the People Artists Collective, um, you know, use art for liberation. And they came together and were like, no, we're not going to stand for this. And they started doing train takeovers and raising awareness. I'm with Black Lives Matter, so we joined on as well as, well, now like a bunch of people. So, yeah. It gained traction and now it's getting bigger, but it started really small. I heard uh, some high school students actually got really uh, upset about it, and they the ones who even uh, went out there and started the organization. So yes. that's badass. Um, a lot. I feel like a lot of kids these days feel like they don't have a voice, but I hear more and more stories of people actually going out there and doing things themselves, grassroots, DIY as fuck. That's punk as fuck. That's awesome. It really is. That's why we're here. Yeah. And these kids are powerful. These kids are not, like, the kids in Chicago are, like, more research, more experienced than half the adults in this country who want to make political change. Like, they are our leaders. Like, even adults in the coalition, like, we're following what these kids are saying because they know what they need. And we're reaching out to community members, people who are actually affected by this, because they know what they need. Wow. Okay, so I have a question. What would you do with that $95,000, million, excuse me, if you had that millions of dollars, what would you do? Um, that's funny. We actually asked 500 people on the west side that question. And so oh, wow. we've got like data um, to share about what they would do. But me personally, um, I would, um, there's so much. And you could break it up so many ways. I would invest in housing, mental health care, jobs, and small business grants for west siders um, and education. Definitely open up some of those schools yeah. that uh, these guys are assholes and closing. That's fucked up. Um, a silly question now. What kind of pizza do you like? Oh my god. What do you put on the pizza? 
I'm asking everyone. So much. Okay, okay. I'm a vegetarian, so I put every vegetable on it. I put the yes. I put the broccoli. I put some feta. I put the little pineapples. Not at the same time. Oh. Probably like a mushroom. I like like okay. a mushroom, pineapple, feta, um, black olive pizza. That is a first. Feta, pineapple, broccoli. No, no oh. broccoli. No broccoli. Broccoli's on a different pizza. Oh, different. Uh, you can't, you can't ask me about pizza. There's so many so pizzas. Different. There's a lot of vegetables you can put on that. It's badass though. Um, one more question. If we could all do something today to change the world, what could we do? Um, go outside in your neighborhood. Um, talk to your neighbor about what they need and then research what's in your neighborhood that can make that happen. And if there's not enough happening, figure out how you can support what's going on in your neighborhood for your neighbors and your family. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Love it. You heard it, people. Uh, can you tell people where they can find out more about the No Cop Academy? Uh, NoCopAcademy.com, or you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NoCopAcademy. Awesome. Yeah. Pleasure. Wow. Well, give it up to Maria. Thank you, Maria, so much for, for sitting down with us. That was, uh... Man. Definitely, uh opens your eyes to things that uh, I mean you don't really want to think about like alright over 50 schools being closed down and what does that really mean to me it means that those kids that were in those all those schools that closed down now have to find a different school in different neighborhoods which isn't always safe that means you have to walk from one neighborhood to another neighborhood. And these sometimes these neighborhoods aren't the safest. I mean, there's gangs. You know, there's turfs that come along with that. And if they don't know you and they see you, well, you know, there's... It just creates so many problems when you have schools closing down and forcing kids to travel even further out of their way. And then these classrooms are the schools that are still open. The classrooms are getting are getting full, maximum capacity. They your your kids, these students aren't aren't able to. I feel like they're just being the education education system is failing them. We need smaller classrooms so that these kids have more one-on-one -on -one time with the teachers so that the teachers can then focus on their students and really develop each individual. And then you look at some of the, the schools that need desperate care, man, and they're just run down and that shit ain't fair for our kids books all torn up old that ain't that ain't cool man and they want to open up a a cop academy how does that make sense you're gonna close down all the schools like cop academy or schools cop academy or schools is that even a fucking like what 
in my mind, it's a no-brainer. You know, I got an eight-year-old, or soon-to-be eight-year-old. I'm I'm happy she has a she has a great school with teachers that care. I wish the lunches were better. <laughs> I don't like seeing these these kids get cheeseburgers with no lettuce on that bun under that bun. You know, like what the fuck, dry ass burgers. So if we all, man, if we all got together, like this organization, No Cop Academy, whether you agree with them or not, like Black Lives Matter, whether you agree with them or not, and there's many organizations, you can join any organization, you can start your own organization, Well, something you can't deny is that these people are going out there and taking action. Which is so important. You can't, I mean, everyone thinks knowledge is power. Which is like half true. It's not about what you know, it's about what you do with it. You can read all the books you you can find. And then what do you, what do, you do with it? Nothing? It's about the putting what you know into effect. Practicing, going out there. Trying new things and talking and putting it into action. And that's what these groups are doing. And I think it's a it's it's a great cause if you have your community and your people at heart. And um, I'll definitely leave some links up. So if you guys want to do some more research, if you guys want to donate to the organization, or you want to potentially join or start a conversation which is important I mean we'd all we all don't always have to uh, see eye to eye but let's talk about it and we can come up with a solution all right, so thank you Maria So as the uh, as the event had uh, gone on, we had ordered some food. We were chilling, having a few brews. There was a lot of familiar faces at the show. Um, Cobra Lounge, not too far from United Center. If you've never been there, they have good beer. They actually serve Riot Fest. You ever been to Riot Fest? I'm sure you've seen their tent around. I was drinking the Wonder Beer all night. Tasty. It's a tasty pale ale. Um, it was good to uh, 
control myself. I was really happy about that, and I'm sticking to my word, people. And uh, you know who I was ten years ago is not who I am today. Who I was five years ago is not who I am today. Who I was one year ago is not even who I am today. One week ago, I feel different today. But I'm, I'm, I'm finding more balance in my life in anything I do. I'm either, like, I'm usually, in the past, I was really extreme. If I'm all in on something, motherfucker, I'm all in. Like, I'm game. I'm down as fuck. And if I'm not into something, like, I'm absolutely not at all. I'm either all in or not at all. So if I'm drinking, if I'm having fun, I'm partying, then I'm all fucking in. Like, whatever's on the table, it won't be there by the end of the night. Let me tell you that. And we getting lit, you know, we're, but we're going to have fun. It's going to be silly and it's going to get crazy. But that, man, I'm 29 years old. My daughter's coming up to 8 years old right now and... I got some I got some shit in my bag, you know. I'm uh Now's not the my I live my 20s, man. I in other words, I had my fun and now it's time to buckle down and take care of myself, take care of my family, take care of my friends and really focus on my passions and the things that are making me happy now so that I can thrive. Really, it's all about now. I want to be happy in every moment I can, and I don't know what's going to happen with this podcast. I don't know what's going to happen with the band. I don't know what's going to happen next year. I don't know what's going to happen with my business. A lot of what ifs. A lot of I don't knows. There's a lot of risk involved in doing anything I do. But finding the balance within myself that I've been I've I found within the last thirty days, I think is gonna help. I've been doing a lot of meditation lately. If any of you guys meditate, any you guys do any practices, um, like you know something to uh, prevent anxieties, uh, things to uh, awaken your consciousness. Send me a message. Let me know what you guys do. Share some ideas. I've been meditating a lot. I've been writing a lot more. I've been reading a lot more. And I've been balancing. I've been really trying to balance myself. And anything I do. And I literally have never been more happy in my life. I'm not so worried about outcomes. I'm really just trying to live now in every moment. Not forget to smell the roses on my way to work, you know? There's so many interesting people around me. 
such an interesting world out there. It's too much to just take for granted, people. I mean, this this all means the world to me. I'm happy you guys are here. I'm honored to be on this ride with you people. I really am. And if anything, this podcast is going to make everything just ten times more fun and more interesting. I'm going to learn new things, talk to new people, meet new artists that are doing things that, you know, maybe we don't understand. But if we could at least try. I know we uh, we all are going through our own things. Everyone does. And I've no I know what it means to hit rock bottom, man. I've been there. But when you get there, the only way is up, people. So let's not let our family, let's not let our friends just fall without realizing that there is a way up. I think that's a good uh, segue into this next interview I did. Really stoked that Luis from La Armada sat down with us and just had a little conversation. Short and sweet, not much. Again, I would love to ask him more questions. Maybe in the future we could have a part two. But uh, I do have a little history with him in the past. We bring that up and... He's an overall good guy. He's a badass musician, man. La Armada is killing it right now. So give it up. Luis from La Armada. What's Sexy, good? bro. Looking good, Come man. Come on, man. Shit. How you been, dog? Good. Dude. How about you? Good I've been seeing you a little bit. Where I you know, been? man. I'm <laughs> around. I'm busy. I got my daughter. That's, my that's family. What's up? Which what's up? is, I wanted to talk about you, your old girlfriend, dude. Your old girlfriend was, was my baby mama's. I know. Cousin. Yeah, know, right? yeah. And I have a history with you because you gave us a ride home once, and I never fucking, I never thank you. I don't think. I want, I want you to have this beer. It's on the house. This is mine. Yeah, that's for you. Oh, I really, I thought, I think back, like, dude, I was young back then, and I should have, you know, been more. I don't think we've ever had a relationship. I've seen you too. I remember seeing you guys when you first came to Chicago, bro. What year was that? Uh, 2007, I think. 2007, but, Yeah, bro. a little bit more than 10 years. We feel like we're from Chicago already. Yeah, <laughs> no, you guys are. We, actually, we've been playing as a band since 2001. And I think we we play more Chicago than Dominican Republic now. Really? Because we've been here for 10 years and we only play there for about seven. Seven years. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. I remember that, though. I remember you guys brought, like, a, a case of bananas, bro. Do you remember that? You had a case of bananas and a map. I don't remember. Like, that sounds, yeah, that's pretty, like, yeah, sounds like Can anyone point to where Dominican Republic is on the map? Nobody knew. <laughs> oh, I remember that. It was in a basement, oh bro. Yeah. It was one of the first times. We brought a map. Yeah. We were like, oh, you guys are American. You guys know so much, right? Um, can any of you guys spot me Dominican Republic in Nobody this map? Nobody could. <laughs> Where's Chile? Where's my beer at? Nobody fucking knew, That was dude. fun. That was fun. That was, that was one of the yeah. earliest shows, and I've been seeing you guys progress since then, bro. Now you're here out today, 
you guys got Anti-Colonial, the release today. I want to say fucking congrats, bro. Thank you. Fucking dope. Thank How do you. you feel about that, man? How did it go? How did the process, everything? Wow. Um, um, it's a long time. Um, we were, after Crisis, um, our EP that we released in 2014, we were playing a lot of shows. And we were on tour all the time, and it was a little hard to, like, write music. Because we were on tour all the time, which is good also, right? But, um, yeah, it took us a little bit to get to this. Um, we had to do the tour and then go work and, and, and write music, and it took us a little bit, a lot of work. I mean, probably like two years writing that record. Um, but we're really happy um, with the results. I mean, it sounds really good. Yeah. Um, it does. I listen to it. It's like, yeah, it's got fucking Spotify like and everything. We're super, yeah, we're super happy with you know how it came. Yeah. So yeah, even the artwork. Where'd you get that artwork? Well, um, yeah. Shout out to, to our boys from uh, Medio Peso. Medio Peso is a collective. Yeah, in Dominican Republic, they do art. They're really good. Uh, we saw their work. They do a lot of murals in the city and like things like that. And uh, we we had talked we talked to them about the concept, the anti-colonial thing, and all these things. And man, they they came with the idea. Like we talked to them, it took us like a few weeks, went back and forth, and they did a superb job. We're super happy about it. Looks yeah. It's an art collective over there in Dominican Republic. You guys still go back over there? Do you have contact with a lot of people? Uh, we try to go at least every, uh, once every two years. Or, yeah, we probably going this year. We yeah, we try to be as try to go as much as we right. can. We got family there too. Yes. So I was just there like two weeks ago, you know, oh, really? visiting. So yeah, we go. We try to go visit. Huh? How's the weather? It's good. Um, it's really nice. I mean, it's hot. It's hot, which is good. It sounds good now because it's super cold here. Yeah, I know. It's fucking. But ninety degrees all year long. It's kind of like, uh, you know, if you're not if you're not <laughs> going from here, oh, yeah, yeah, it's kind of rough too. <laughs> but I like it. I mean, I like it. The Vinegar Republic is great. You know? Well, we're glad you're in fucking Chicago, dude. I'm, I'm always trying to support the local scene. That's why you know, we're doing this podcast. Um, I got to ask you a couple questions now. If you had a pizza, what would you put on it? Pizza. Pizza. Ooh. I put mushrooms on it. I like mushrooms. Mushrooms? Yeah. Just mushrooms? Like Plain mushrooms? Yeah, just mushrooms and onions, I think. I like that. That sounds good to me. That's a, that's, that's yeah. a good answer we've got. we got a lot of pineapple today, bro. You like pineapple? No, no, no. Not no, on my yeah. pizza. Come on. No. Oh, you don't do on, that. Bro. <laughs> a little sweet, a little spicy. Pineapple just for drinks and, you know. <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. You like it. <laughs> one more question, bro. Um, if we could do one thing right now, all of us, change mm -hmm. to make the world a better place, what could we do? I just saw um, working ourselves, like, do good. Just um, try to not be an asshole. It's really an individual thing, I think. Um, just try to behave. Um, just, just don't be an ass. That's it. You know, like you can, like people can feel like if you feel a positive person and you're doing right, good things and things. People can, you know, people. It's different. It's yes. just, just do that. Just don't be an ass. That's it. Don't be fucking. <laughs> Hell yeah, Louise. I don't want to take much of your time, bro. Again. Cool. Thanks for doing this, bro. Thanks for the beer. Check us out. You want to uh, tell people your links, your podcasts? Your oh, yeah, sure. Um, our new record is Anti-Colonial, Volume 1. You can check it out on Spotify. Follow us on Facebook. We post and share all the time. Um, so you know where we're playing and all that. And, yeah, we're all over the place. Um, just look up La Armada and, um, yeah, check us out. I know you guys just actually... 
you quote like Capagani. I forgot to bring that up. Oh, Dude, yeah. Wow, that was, that was awesome. a thing. <laughs> no, yes. Man, how we got that? Um, we played with them um, about six years ago in um, at Bottom Lounge. So we ended up playing with them at that show. We talked to them and we just kept the contact, you know? We They, they came back and played um, another show and they invited us again and we just kept contact with them and they always kind of requested us to play with them. So yeah, it just happened. It was just a matter of time because they liked us a lot and we, you know, they're really good friends. They're really good people, man, you know? Yeah, no, you guys, really you guys cool both guys. have the same, like, political like statements and yeah like, you guys are politically forward with it and just, even the music music wise you guys are very technical very heavy mm -hmm. and shit like that so i thought you guys are fucking great man so i was like holy shit papa gandhi you guys are fucking making it dude is blowing up it made a lot of sense yeah yeah, yeah it makes a lot of sense and we are playing two more shows with them in canada right? in about two months yeah it's a small world uh their, their new guitarist i, I forget her name sulin sulin she's puerto rican is she? Yeah, oh, she's I didn't dope. Even know that. Really she's, good guitar player. She's from Florida. I yeah. know that because yeah. my sister's from Florida. Uh huh. I went to a show out there in Ybor City just randomly by myself. I picked up a tape because I had like a shark on it. It was Ink and Sweat. She's in. She used to be in Ink and Sweat. That's why I found out about her. That was a badass band. One of my favorite bands. One of my favorite cassettes. Most played. Little did I know she hopped in propaganda. Now she's going all over the fucking world with them, with you guys. Crazy. She's so talented. She deserves it. She's so good. I saw her audition tape. Uh huh. She just read. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, hey, I appreciate you taking your time again. Congrats, man. Looking forward to seeing what you guys got next. Thank you. Peace out, guys. I want to say thank you to Luis sitting down with us that was fun that was uh <laughs> again i want to thank him for giving me a ride years ago i didn't get too deep into that story what had happened was me and me and my girlfriend were we went to a show I and mean, it was far up north man i forgot i think we took a couple buses to get there it was some basement show la armada was playing there I've seen them so many times. Honestly, I can't even count how many times I've seen them. But this is one of those times. And we did not have a way home. I don't know what we were thinking. I mean, back then, I was, it was my early 20s. I just I winged it all the time. And uh shit either worked out or it didn't. And most of the time it did, believe it or not. Well, this time, <laughs> Louis had my saved my ass. Uh, we were so far up north, and he gave us he gave us, me and my girlfriend a ride home. And thankfully, his girlfriend at the time, which is my girlfriend's cousin, was there as well. So I think uh, she was being really nice and asked if he didn't mind, and he didn't mind. And uh, I mean, I'm sure I said thank you, like when we got dropped off. I didn't really talk to him. I really didn't um, show much appreciation. So that's what I was trying to do today, and uh, what I try to do every day now is try to show appreciation to everyone in my life that uh, is there for me. And um, 
you know, I, again, I think that's the theme here. It's a sense of community. It's being there for each other. And that's important, man. Whether you're in music, whether you're in a band or you're in a business or whatever, you have to build these you have to build relationships, man. I know people are difficult to deal with and I'm learning now that it's more about me and it's less about other people. I have to take care of my shit. I can't expect other people to take care of their shit. But I do feel like everyone else is, you know, working on their shit. So it makes me feel better because, you know, sometimes I, I would get, uh, I get like, you know, I guess a little feeling, a little sour that some people just, they don't care about the way they act. They don't care about the, how, the way they treat people. They're just unconscious with their lives and with every everything they do, just going through it, just letting life happen to them instead of making life happen for them. I usually bump heads with people like that that just go blindly and just, I'm so like in my life I'm so detailed and controlling a lot of the time I, like if I don't have control I I, I get anxiety Cause, you know I get a uh, it's like a like a, a pain I feel if I don't know what's where my life is headed which I'm you know like I said I'm uh, working on I'm a work in progress but if you go out there and you talk to people you know I think um, you'll find out that a lot of people feel the same way. No one's perfect here. Well, that's it for today, people. Look out for the next one. Again, we're on iTunes, we're on YouTube, we're on SoundCloud. Share this, like, subscribe to our page. We're going to have more great interviews coming up soon. Love you guys. Take care of each other.